Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 217, the 2019 goals, and a little appetizer of turkey soup. And I am your host, and the guy who... Saw deer number two on the new hunting club property this past week. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that here in just a minute. But today we are 79 days, 18 hours, 29 minutes, and 15 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. So this week I actually, so like I said, this week I actually saw the second deer while deer hunting on the new hunting club property. And, you know, I think I mentioned this last week. I may not have. I can't remember. But me and the other guys from our old hunting camp that are in this new club really haven't spent any time scouting the property for deer. And just like we all know happens, we're paying for it. We are struggling to see deer. But I saw my second deer this past Saturday morning in the daylight and I did not fire a shot because it was a spike. And unless it was a three and a half year old spike, it was not a legal deer to shoot on the hunting club property. So I just crossed my fingers and hope that in another two years that deer decides to show himself to me again. And we'll see what happens from there. Hey, I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas and enjoyed some good family time, some time off, and of course some good food, but also took some time to reflect on the Christmas season, the reason why we have really everything that we have, but I was going to say the reason why we have this opportunity to spend time with friends and family and to exchange gifts and thoughts and well wishes. So like I said, today is the episode where I'm going to talk about my goals for the 2019 spring turkey season. And we're going to have a little appetizer of turkey soup as well because this is really a busy time of year in the turkey hunting world. No, we're not turkey hunting. Well, I can't say that. Some of us are turkey hunting fall and winter seasons still, but we're not spring turkey hunting, but this is the time of year when many states have application and permit deadlines approaching, and we don't want to miss those. So we're going to talk a little bit of turkey news, and then we're going to talk about goals. As I said specifically, 
my goals because I don't know what your goals are, should be, or could be. But I do know we all need goals. If we don't write our goals down and determine how they're possible or can be achieved, then typically those goals won't get achieved. I'm sharing my goals with you guys because really doing so for me is better than writing them down. Once I post this show and you listen to it, I can't pull it back. I can't all of a sudden take a goal and scratch it off the list and pretend like it didn't exist. You got it. You heard it. You know it. My goals are out there and I will have to work very hard to make them realities. Now, I do want to hear your goals and we're going to talk about that towards the end of the episode. I want you to share your goals with me, not so I can harass you about them because, well, that's silly. Why would I do that? You're not going to harass me about my goals, but because you'll have someone to celebrate with after accomplishing those turkey hunting goals. And after all, that is what it's all about, isn't it? Okay, so first things first. Let's talk about some turkey news to get us warmed up for the topic of goals. Like I said, a little appetizer of turkey soup. So turkey hunters in Illinois, so far during the fall archery turkey season, actually this is through November the 30th, Archery hunters have harvested 612 turkeys, which is up a little bit for the same period in 2017. And it is up, oh, about 4% over the five-year average. I think it's kind of interesting that the harvest has consisted of about 46% toms and 54% hens. So pretty interesting stuff there. And they're still, I believe... About another 20, 21 days, something like that, of fall archery turkey season in Illinois. So those numbers are probably going to be a good bit higher once the season ends. And I'll let you guys know how that turns out. Next, you guys who have Missouri on your list for this spring or who live in Missouri, well, the Missouri Department of Conservation has set the 2019 and 2020 turkey season dates. The 2019 spring and fall turkey hunting dates are as follows. The spring youth portion is April the 6th and 7th. Regular spring turkey season starts on April the 15th and it runs through May the 5th. And then in the fall, the fall firearms turkey season is going to run October the 1st through the 31st. And the 2019-2020 fall archery season will run from September the 15th through November the 15th and November the 27th through January the 15th of 2020. So there are some important dates for you. If you have Missouri on your list or you live in the state of Missouri, that's some stuff you need to know. And if you haven't been to Missouri turkey hunting, you need to get there. That is a fun state to hunt. All right, for all you guys who have Minnesota on your list of states to hunt this year, whether you live there or you're just traveling there like I did last year, then you will want to know several things. So listen up here. If you want to hunt turkeys the first two weeks of the season, you have to apply for a lottery permit from now until January the 25th. Now their spring season in Minnesota is going to run April 17 
through May 31st. And there are six different hunt periods. Those period A and B licenses that I was just talking about the first two weeks of the season, those are the ones that are available in a lottery drawing. And so there's limited opportunities there, but in limited opportunities means there is going to be limited competition in the woods. And that can often be a good thing, especially for all of the public land that's available in Minnesota. The turkey lottery applications cost $5, and those can be purchased online at mndnr.gov slash buy a license. No spaces or anything. Buy a license. Or you can buy those by phone by calling 888-665-4236, and you can do it the old-fashioned way and go buy them in person. If you are lucky enough to have been drawn for the lottery, then you will receive a postcard in the mail by the middle of February, and you can purchase your hunting license starting March the 1st. Now, your firearms licenses for the other four weeks of season, they call that periods C, D, E, and F. Those are going to be available for purchase over the counter beginning March the 1st. There are plenty of opportunities to hunt in Minnesota, and there is some fine turkey hunting in Minnesota. So get there, do that. Next up is the state of Nebraska. If you want to hunt Nebraska this spring, and you do, trust me on this, then permits for the 2019 spring turkey season are going to be available for purchase January the 14th from the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And you can buy those online at OutdoorNebraska.org. Now, one very interesting thing about Nebraska is that they have an extremely long season if you like to archery hunt. So archery season for the birds starts March the 25th. And the season, whether it's gun or archery, ends May the 31st. That is a long season. The regular shotgun season is going to start April the 13th, and it's going to end May the 31st. Nebraska has lots of opportunities for turkeys. They want you to come and hunt in Nebraska. They're very smart, and not only are they smart, they deliver on the promises they offer. Okay, so now I want to read an article to you guys that really kind of struck a nerve with me, and... I'm going to talk about the article for just a few minutes, but let me read it to you first. Now, I found this article. It's written by Dan Gettings, G-E-D-D-I-N-G-S, Dan Gettings, and it is on a website called theitem.com, T-H-E-I-T-E-M.com. And I'm not going to give you the full address because it's a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. But if you want to see this article yourself, then I would imagine if you go to Google and you type in Dan Gettings' thoughts on the South Carolina turkey hunting season, the article will probably pull up for you. The title of the article is Some Thoughts on the South Carolina Turkey Hunting Season. The article starts by saying, I think we'll probably recommend an April 1 opening date statewide for turkeys. After the three-year period, he said, I was stunned and disappointed. I couldn't believe that the head biologist was admitting this to me 
and I was disheartened that a position had already been decided. This was three years ago, and I'd called to talk about the proposed changes to the turkey season. One of my biggest concerns was about the archery provision. I was worried that too many birds would be lost as cripples to hunters that weren't regular bow hunters. The biologists shared that same concern. Now, with this admission, my concern shifted. Apparently, the legislature had been thinking about making changes to the state's turkey hunting season for some time, and the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources had made some recommendations which included a reduced limit, a later closing date, and a bonus archery bird. The archery provision was later dropped. The Low Country, which is a part of the state fairly close to the coast in South Carolina, had enjoyed an earlier opening date and longer season than the rest of the state for years, and the proposed changes sought to make the turkey hunting season more consistent statewide. The new season framework would set a uniform date for three years, which would give South Carolina Department of Natural Resources a chance to look at the changes, make some studies, and offer recommendations. If no recommendations were made at the end of three years, the season would automatically return to the original dates. In an earlier conversation at his office, the biologist told me that there had been a slow decline in wild turkey numbers across the southeast for some time. When I asked if any studies had been made to determine a cause, he said that there had been none, which actually is not true. There is a study going on right now. Personally, I was puzzled and wondered out loud, why not? The problem is funding. Wildlife agencies just don't have the money, he offered. Now, the guy at DNR that would be making the decisions about setting the season dates and reducing the limit, the harvest limit of birds, was telling me on the phone before the proposed changes were even passed that he would prefer a later opening date than the one selected for the three-year period. When I asked why, he said, I believe too many dominant gobblers are being taken in March and the hens are laying infertile eggs. I disagreed and told him that wild turkey hens don't lay infertile eggs. He shot back you do not know that. I'm going to interrupt the article here because I want to reread that one paragraph again. Now, the guy at DNR that would be making the decisions about reducing the harvest limit and setting the season dates was telling me on the phone before the proposed changes were even passed that he would prefer a later opening date than the one selected for the three-year period. When I asked why, he said, I believe too many dominant gobblers are being taken in March and the hens are laying infertile eggs. <sighs> I disagreed and told him that wild turkey hens don't lay infertile eggs. He shot back, you do not know that. Actually, I do know that. I am an aviculturist, and I have raised wild game birds in captivity for more than 50 years. I've kept and raised wild ducks, geese, pheasants, quail, doves, and wild turkeys before laws were passed prohibiting wild turkey propagation in captivity. Domestic chickens will lay infertile eggs, but not wild birds. Perhaps we shouldn't be making wildlife management decisions based on the common behavior of domestic chickens. 
Wildlife biologist Lovett Williams conducted studies for years on wild turkey populations that were heavily hunted in northern Florida. Hundreds of turkey nests were located and studied. Infertile eggs were rare and almost never encountered. He published numerous books and was considered the authority on eastern wild turkeys. He found no significant decline in nesting success due to hunting. Now I'm going to skip a couple of paragraphs in this article and go on to read. Supporting DNR data at this point is from a small survey of turkey hunters and field reports collected by untrained observers on turkey production. Let's not punish hunters with reduced opportunity. A slight decline in wild turkey numbers may be a correction or stabilization of the population after many years of rapid growth. I realize that I'm speculating here, but I think it's likely that DNR will recommend to the legislature more restrictions to the turkey hunting season to include a later opening date. It's my opinion that a later opening date will offer no benefit to wild turkey management. At this point, you might be wondering, why am I worried about turkey season in mid-December? Well, with the three-year period over, DNR will make recommendations about the turkey season to the legislature this coming session, which starts in early January. Our representatives and senators in South Carolina are home now, reading the local newspapers, and easily available to their constituency. They need to know the whole story. Now, Dan Gettings goes on to give his email address, which, by the way, if you guys living in South Carolina want to contact him, you can. His email address is cdgeddings at gmail.com. That is cdgettings at gmail.com. Here's what I find interesting in case you didn't know already. According to this article, the person at DNR in South Carolina that's making the decisions or the recommendations to the state legislature about how to set bag limits and season dates thinks that wild turkey hens lay infertile eggs if there's no gobbler around to breed that turkey. This is not just a South Carolina problem. I bet you this is an every state problem. We have people making the decision and decisions on our hunting season and bag limit who don't even know the animals that they're trying to conserve. How can you make recommendations on a season and bag limits if you don't know about how these animals reproduce, if you don't know what the mortality rate is, if your state, if your department in your state is not collecting appropriate data or is collecting insufficient data, as is the problem with a lot of states, Alabama being one of those. This stuff drives me crazy, absolutely crazy. Let's make decisions based on feelings, opinions, and conjecture instead of facts. So if you guys live in South Carolina and you're listening to this show and what Dan Gettings says in this article is accurate, then you need to be getting on the phone and emailing your representatives in your state legislature and Congress to try to get something done to correct these problems. All right, I'm moving on. I'm moving on because I want to share my 2019 turkey hunting goals with you guys. As I mentioned when I opened the show, I have several goals for this spring turkey season, but some of those goals are obviously going to take precedent over others. I want to share my top goals 
first in no particular order. They're just my primary goals. Then I want to share my secondary goals with you. First, my primary goals. I want to help my dad kill his first male turkey. He killed a hen many years ago during the fall in Tennessee, but he has never had the distinct honor of being 20, 30 yards away from a hard gobbling, spitting, drumming, strutting Tom. And I want this year to be the year that he experiences that. Now, you may remember that this particular goal has been on my list of goals for the past several years. And the main reason that I haven't really even made an attempt at getting this marked off is because of limited opportunities. Not limited hunting opportunities, but limited bird opportunities. As you guys know, my last two seasons in Alabama have been a struggle in just finding and keeping birds on my hunting properties. But this season is different because this season I have access to about 4,000 acres of some of the most prime turkey hunting land in the state. And I fully intend to have my dad join me for several hunts this spring with the goal of helping him to get his first tom. Also on that priority goals list, ditto all of what I just said about my dad with my oldest nephew. And heck, I'm just on the fly going to add my youngest nephew on that list as well. I only have two nephews, by the way. I have a bunch of nieces, but two nephews. Now, both of my nephews have been with me before and heard gobbling, but never even had any kind of a semblance of a hunt. I want that to change this year. And one of these days, my stepson's going to be on this list as well for that very same reason, but I do not believe it's going to be this season because he's going to be taking six classes this coming semester at UAB and working full-time, and that's not going to leave much time for chasing turkeys. One other priority goal for 2019 for me is to mark five states off of my list of states needed to complete my Super Slam. Right now, I have on my agenda for 2019 Mississippi, Arkansas, New York, and Vermont. Now, that's four states. I'm not counting Alabama. I've already marked Alabama off my list. So I need to kill in those four states, but I'm going to add one more. And I've already got plans. I've already got dates set to go to those four states, but I've got to squeeze one more state in. Maybe it'll be Maine. It could be Michigan, or it could be West Virginia. If the opportunity arises to add a third state onto my New York and Vermont trip, then we will add Maine onto that. But that's at the end of season, really the end of season for anyone in the entire country. And only if we kill eight birds in two states in about four days. It's a pretty tall order to fill. I may put together a spur-of-the-moment trip to West Virginia and take my bride, much the way I did in Georgia this past spring. And I'm going to get serious about looking into that here in the next few weeks, but it is not a priority right this second. There's just too many other things I have going on to even stop to think about planning that trip. Going to Michigan would be very much the same way. It would be kind of a spur-of-the-moment type of trip. And when I say spur-of-the-moment, I'm talking about, hey, I'm going to plan this trip in the next 30 days and go on the trip in 60 days to 75 days after I plan it. That is about as spur-of-the-moment as I want to get when it comes to a turkey hunt out of state. 
Next up on the priority list of goals for 2019 is that I want to be a participant, a mentor in some of the state of Alabama's mentored turkey hunts. I think that this is an amazing opportunity for those people who are interested in learning more about turkey hunting to have that chance to do so with regular hunters like myself in hopes that the sport of turkey hunting sticks with the new turkey hunters and they become addicts to the sport like you and me. I've got my application to become a mentor for these turkey hunts completed. I just have to send it into the state now. All right, those are my primary goals for turkey season in 2019 spring season in 2019. My list of secondary 2019 turkey season goals are to call in and kill a long beard for myself in Alabama. As you know, last year I broke my streak of 20 plus years of turkey hunting in the state of Alabama and killing a turkey because I did not kill a turkey in Alabama last season. I want this year to be the year that I get back on track to start my streak again. So we'll see how that goes. Again, this is down the list in secondary goals. If I accomplish every single one of my primary goals and I don't accomplish this, I'm cool with that. Next on the secondary goals, I am going to make it a point to practice with and use some collars that I'm not as comfortable with, like the scratch box, the wing bone, and tube collars specifically. I want to add that I really won't feel that this goal has been accomplished without a dead tom on the ground in front of me or someone hunting with me while I'm using those calls or one of those calls. Next, I want to absolutely electrocute a turkey with my 20 gauge. <laughs> Last year, one of my goals was just to kill a turkey with my 20 gauge, and I did that. Actually, I did that in Georgia, but I didn't just smoke him, and I really want to do that this year. I know that I need to get more comfortable shooting the 20 gauge. It just has a completely different feel from top to bottom than Black Death, my 12 gauge, does. Now, I've carried Black Death for 45 to 60 days each spring for almost 20 years. I've hunted with Black Death so much that I'm fairly confident that I could lean it up against a tree in the woods at daylight one morning, come back to that tree around 11 a.m. or so, and Black Death and a dead tom would be at the base of that tree waiting on me. I am that comfortable and that confident with Black Death, and I need to get that same level of comfort with my hot little 20-something. Hey, this is going to be the only kind of hot little 20-something that I will have the rest of my life. So I've got to get very familiar with this one, very comfortable with it, and that's going to involve a lot of range time for me with that gun. Not shooting off of a bench, but shooting off of my knee with my back against a tree the same way that I would and will while I'm turkey hunting. That is about the only way that I'm going to get comfortable enough with that gun in a short period of time to where I feel good making a running shot or a second shot on a turkey with the 20 gauge. I also want to bring you guys some awesome audio for many more of my spring hunts this year. I really hope to not be able to bring you a week's worth of hunts in each week's episode. 
like I did this past season because that meant that I didn't have very much excitement on those hunts. My goal is for my turkey season to be replayed for you guys over a longer period of time than just the six-week season here in Alabama. All right, so just like I have goals for my spring turkey hunt, I have goals for the Turkey Hunter podcast as well. My goal for the Turkey Hunter podcast this year, like always, is to bring much more great content to you guys so we will all be better turkey hunters in the years to come. I plan to get many more commitments from pros at the NWTF convention in February in Nashville to come on the show this year. And I also hope to bring you many more laughs this year as well. I want 2019 to be the most fun and most informative year ever for the Turkey Hunter podcast. Now, here is where you guys come in. This is nothing new, but it is going to be my favor of the week as well. I want to hear from each one of you guys and you ladies listening. I want to know three things about you. First, I want to know the top two or three turkey hunting topics that you feel you could use some help with. What are two or three things that would make you a better turkey hunter if you knew more about them? Now, I don't want you to worry about whether or not you think or don't think that I will feel like your topics are broad enough to span an entire episode with because I'm going to bring you guys some guests on the show this year to have some turkey mulligan stew episodes with where we just cover a multitude of different random topics. And your suggested topic that you want to learn more about most likely will make one of those episodes. So I want to hear it. I want to know what you want to know. Number two, I also want to know who are the top one or two people you would like for me to try to get on the show. Now, I can tell you that there are people I have tried to get on the show in the past who have declined for various reasons. And I'm not saying that to say that I won't try again. It just means that if you sent me a suggested guest in the past and have not heard that guest on the show, then most likely... That's the reason, and it is not because I didn't like your suggestion. So send me those suggestions. I would love to read those. The third thing that I want to know from you is I want to know what your 2019 goals are. Whether those goals are to kill 25 turkeys or to just interact with one Tom and have one Tom respond to your calling. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to hear from you. I want to know what your goals are because I I also want to know when you accomplish those goals. You guys know when I accomplish mine. Let me know when you accomplish yours. It makes accomplishing those goals so much sweeter when you have somebody to share them with. And I want to know what you guys want to know and want to accomplish. But that's it. That's today's favor. Send me an email to andy at iamturkeyhunting.com with those three things. Two or three show topic suggestions, one or two guest suggestions, and two or three of your goals. Your email doesn't have to be eight paragraphs long. It can be six or seven bullet points, and that's it. For example, Andy, 2019 goals, colon, number one, number two, number three. Topic suggestions, number one, number two. Guest suggestions, number one, number two. Thanks a bunch. Sincerely, Tom Turkey. Again, send that to andy at iamturkeyhunting.com. And that is all that I have for you guys today. So I want to wish you all a very 
happy and very safe New Year. Remember that if you're going to be out partying for New Year's Eve, Uber or Lyft are way cheaper than a DUI or a medical deductible or copay or an auto insurance deductible. And Uber and Lyft are much safer than driving drunk. Even if those companies' political views don't align with yours, it's one night and one trip. Be smart, be safe, have fun, and thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.